This is your wake-up call. Time to reach and go for it all. Vulture stirs inside of me, and I know what I can be. Limit is the sky. Hey, world, watch me fly. The best part of waking up is vultures in your cup. All right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best? You got the best. Now close your eyes. You're about to be podcast. Hello and welcome to your podcast. This is Gary Schaller. And this is James Hager. Tonight we're bringing you a very special show jam-packed with lots of goodies. Gary and I got an email from our buddy Andrew who works down at the Kiss Coffee House. He wanted to know if Podkiss could come down to Myrtle Beach and cover the second anniversary celebration. Unfortunately, neither James nor I could make it down there, and uh, Ken was busy too. Thankfully, our friends Mike and Jeff from Kiss Fansite signed on as our very special Podkiss correspondents. These two exemplary Kiss Army soldiers braved the lousy weather and were rewarded with the VIP treatment. The good folks at the coffee house gave them all-access coverage of this historic event. They chatted with fans, managed to catch up with the members of Kiss Tribute Bands, touch base with the creator of the new Kiss Ketchup, and the best of all, got an exclusive interview with current Kiss lead guitar player, Tommy Thayer. So before we head down to the coffee house, let's meet our two podcast correspondents, Jeff and Mike, and find out what it was like for them to get the news and to make the trip. Hi, this is Mike Mayacker. Hi, Jeff Gethro here. I've been a KISS fan since 1977, and I'm also a administrator over at the KISS fan site. On a Saturday, I came home from night shift, and I got an email from uh, Ken Mills, my administrator for a KISS fan site. Ken mentioned that PodKISS wanted to cover the KISS Coffeehouse anniversary party, but unfortunately, Gary, James, and Ken couldn't attend. PodKISS got invited to the KISS Coffeehouse reunion party to cover the event. Uh, I got interested in podcast through Ken. I was hooked. Ken asked, would I be interested in covering it for podcast? Well, I was going to go to this event anyway, and so was my host there, co-host Mike Mayacker. And the next thing I knew, uh, the show was going to be a go, and also that Jeff, who is also from the KISS fan site, would be at attending as well, which was great. Uh, I know Jeff through the KISS fan site. My co-host, Mike Mayacker from Ohio. He's a really cool guy, really easy to get along with, and I can hang out with this guy anytime, man. He's cool. It looked like everything was really coming together great. Uh, everything was a go. So I'm reading through this, and I'm thinking, wow. You know, and, uh, and it goes on to say, you know, we'll be interviewing Tommy Thayer, Mr. Speed, and Kissing Time, an all-star band and fans throughout the day. So instantly I'm thinking, wow, I'm, yeah, sure, I'd love to do this. Time was going to be a little tight because the week prior I was going out to Vegas to see Kiss at the Palms. I was just going to make it back to Ohio in time to make the 10-hour drive down to Myrtle Beach. And while I was in Vegas, I was watching the Weather Channel and it looked like the Hurricane Hannah might uh, interfere with our plans a little bit but I talked to Jeff a couple times and he said he was going no matter what and I figured if Jeff can drive 900 miles I can drive 700 so uh, the drive on down it was uh, it was beautiful 
You know, the week leading up to it, we didn't even know if it was going to happen. Hurricane Hannah was uh, coming in. It was going to hit South Carolina right around the time the coffeehouse party was going to happen. So here I am, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to travel 900 miles. I'm going to go for it, you know. Canada up here, crossover through Buffalo. I left at 5 o'clock in the morning the Friday before. Beautiful day. I, I made great time. iPod full of Kiss stuff. Go through New York State and down through Pennsylvania. It's sunny and couldn't ask for a better drive, you know, like sunroof open and cruising down with my daughter. And then the torrential downpour started. For a while there, I could barely even drive 50 miles an hour. And so here I am, it's nighttime now. It's raining cats and dogs. I can't see a thing except those reflectors. And they pop in their new uh, re-recorded hit CD, newly recorded with Tommy and Eric and Paul and Gene. I had ordered the new Kiss re-recorded CD from Japan, and I was like, great, that'll be something I can get Tommy to sign, plus I'll have something to listen to on the drive down. So I cranked that up, and rain's pouring down, can't see a thing, and a black diamond, deuce, and doctor love, you know, all that stuff, and got me through. And I got there, so I'm glad I did. Even though there was a storm coming, it didn't keep KISS fans away. Big thanks to Tommy Thayer for taking time out of his busy schedule to answer our questions, and big thanks to Andy at the Coffee House for the invite, and of course, a big thanks to Jeff and Mike. So without further ado, let's hop on the KISS jet and get some coffee. Whiteside. I've been a KISS fan since 1973 and I'm listening to PODKISS! By who know Keith LaRue. And what brings you to the coffee yeah, house? Work. <laughs> I work for KISS. Yes, we KISS have, Online. We have Keith from KISS Online here. Pleasure to have you here. Thank you. And uh, um, what do you think about these coffee house parties? Oh, great. I mean, it's, it's a lot like the Expos, so around a, a great location, the coffee house. Right you, know, you know these parties. Uh, friends getting together from all over the world, basically. Excellent time. Friends meeting, like we've met a few every, times exactly in the last met, couple yeah. years. And every event's like a positive atmosphere and stuff like Everybody's that. Everybody's happy to see each other. Yes. doesn't matter what's going on. It's all about kids. Yeah. Right. And so we have a special guest here today is Tommy. Tommy Thayer, yeah. And we're looking Absolutely. forward to that. Yeah, this is probably, besides that surprise appearance in Chicago, this is probably his first. Right on. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty this cool in Chicago. Yeah. And I hear that he's doing something on stage. Tommy's doing something yeah, on stage. Yeah, with the winner. With, with the uh, forever winner. He's gonna, I think he's going to play, play and, and, sing, and just, sing. Yep. Now, would this be Tommy playing just on his own? Or with I, 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 on be honest with you, I don't know. Okay. I know that uh, Tommy's ready to go. I don't know right if anyone's going to be behind him or not. I but. think it'll work out no matter what, no matter what. So. And Keith, you're here selling merchandise and yeah, stuff like that? Yeah, we got like online. We got a lot of the tour merchandise from the, the recent tour, Live 35. Yeah, yeah and some new stuff. Yeah, get the tour books and some jackets and some different that's things. Come. A lot of stuff people, coming this fall. You guys, you know, go to stuff Kiss Online or here. Or, yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Okay, yeah. excellent. Now, any word of if we're going to tour at yeah, all Yeah, there'll be year? a tour. We, we had, you know, they had three shows last weekend. Right. And uh, Paul said numerous times that, yeah, there will definitely be a tour. It'll be later, later than um, spring. So probably, you know, I'm, they're still putting it together. But, yeah, late Next late spring, summer. summer but Paul excellent. confirmed it. Yeah. U.S.A. Tour. type tour? Yeah, Paul, Paul was telling us, you know, U.S., probably yeah. Europe again. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. You know, you know Kiss. You gotta get, you, until it's posted online, officially on Kiss Online, 
even if they say it, you know, you gotta you gotta wait till it's there because then we know it's 100 percent sure. Right, but yeah, and you know, Paul's having a, a new baby. In, yes, it's great, excellent. So that's obviously priority right now yeah. with Paul. And I, I very excited so. about and he, that. He's been very happy. Everyone's saying that seen him in concert and stuff great. like that. Too. They were so excited on on uh, the Europe tour, yes. European tour. The response they received, right. you know, it was the biggest tour they ever had in Europe, and everybody was just great spirits. It's just you know, and Paul, you know, Paul was telling us too that he really enjoyed seeing the, the large crowds, but seeing how many younger fans there were, right. teenagers, and, and you know, the Kiss is growing every the year, keeps going. I have yep. two children myself that have become the new Kiss Army. In fact, I believe it was Jacob and Indy. Eric was talking about something with Gene and Money, and Jacob's right, walking away, yeah. and he goes, see, he knows. <laughs> yes, so the new Kiss Army. And, and that's they're what just it is, it's all fun. Yeah. Family atmosphere, now that's it's fun. fun. I want to talk to you a bit about the world tour when you were with Kiss, yep. a lot the full tour? No. No, we'd go in and out. That's one thing. I mean, I have the greatest job in the world, you know. We'd go to as many shows as we want to go. I went to the last three last weekend. Uh, but Europe, we went to the opening, obviously, right. and went to Verona, which was just the un my favorite yes. Kiss show ever, just because of the venue. Yes. How was how was that? Like, that place was. That's the Coliseum, right? It was. It was unbelievable. So, Gene Gene pulled up to the to Coliseum, and yeah. he was so impressed. Wow. He was like, "Take video, take pictures. I yes. want to see." You know, we're walking. You know, we're backstage, walking around, and the buildings. Well, I think they said 2,000. 38 years old. Wow. Wow. So it's people just sitting amazing. on, like in a coliseum, these stones in the That's audience. exactly what it is. Oh, my God. Open air. And they had, you know, they had the lion, you know, years ago, or year, you know, when they had the lions. Yep. It was there. They were telling yep. us how, you know, like they kept the lions here and the gladiators. Wow. And then the crowd, that was one of the greatest kiss crowds I've ever seen. They actually, they were singing so loud, which is, you know, normal. Yep. They were singing so loud, a lot of times Paul would stop. Paul had bronchitis that night, if you remember. Uh, okay, and so I was So wondering. the crowd definitely was, okay. it was a good crowd, but they would sing the songs. But one of the things I've never seen, and probably happened before, but the crowd actually sang, if you call it singing, the solo to Detroit Rock City. Oh, really? Together. So loud, you could barely hear Tommy. looking the band was looking everyone was looking at each other like this is unbelievable so i guess so that cool. gives them again they still get a thrill as they go, out, go on tour and it, well i guess would warm their hearts to make them want to do more oh absolutely oh that's, that's great, it, yeah. great yeah. news to hey you. they don't you know paul says yeah and gene too you know gene would tour gene would be on the road every day of the week right. year round right but paul looks at it you know he, he always says how lucky you know that the band is right like 35 years later and look look what's going on right. i mean it's and and they get a response like that it's one right. thing to tour but to get a response where the crowd's interacting like that and it's something it's yeah, yeah. warms your heart it's great Absolutely. isn't it yes. it's great watching it. well you know yes. we watch i like seeing the band but just watching the crowd and going yes. this is great this know? is what it's this all about exactly. okay. <laughs> well excellent well keith i appreciate it very sure. much for doing this with yeah. us hard kiss oh they send me stuff all the time for yes. this online i know yes. you guys well right yeah on. thanks for doing that oh no problem yeah. Okay, who am I with? Eric. And uh, what brings you to the coffee house today? Uh, just to check out what's going on with Kiss and see what's going on and maybe meet. I'm right there. So how long have you been a Kiss fan? Since I was about 10, I guess. That would be? 
75? 75, same year as me. Yeah, same year as me. Kiss Army. I was 15. I had to, Kiss had to Army. collect the cards and the Excellent. sleeping bag and yeah. everything. So yeah. Excellent. Lich yeah. Box and all yeah. bit. Yeah, right. Any favorite album that you have? Kiss Alive. I, li I like the most. I played it after a while. I like Kiss Alive. Right it was on. good. Just got a good mix of everything. Right it was alive and it was good. Right so you're in line here. You're going to meet Tommy. Anything yeah. special you wanted to sign or anything? Or? No, I was just going to hopefully get a picture with him. Yeah, That'd be cool. Yeah, maybe, that'd be awesome. Maybe get something signed or anything. Right it's cool. Right on. Right on. Well, um, I appreciate you being on our program. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you, ah, yep. It's cool. Is when I was a kid, we didn't have like cable until I was like 12. Yep. And one of probably one of the coolest moments was we got cable and and I remember Kiss was on HBO. Yep. You probably remember because you were on my age, and I thought that was the coolest thing because I couldn't see Kiss. My parents wouldn't take me. Yep. So when they were on HBO when I was 12, and we just got cable, I was like, that was like the coolest thing. I thought, I'm going to see Kiss live. You, you got to see him in Vegas, Vegas last last Friday. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's Good show? Awesome. It was in like 3,000-seater. Oh, wow. Intimate. It was that's intimate, 3,000. Wow, that's yes. cool. Great time for Very cool. Yeah. And then great. to come and do this, too. Yeah, that's that's really cool. cool. Yes, yeah. yes. A well, good two weeks. Oh, yeah. Now I won't do anything for the rest of the year. <laughs> Sleep. Excellent. Thank you. Thanks, man. Our good buddy Andrew, who works down at the Kiss Coffee House, is also a terrific drummer. He's been in uh, Kiss tribute bands for many years. And for the second anniversary event, he organized an all-star tribute band called Kiss in Time. Let's hear what Andrew had to say about working at the Coffee House and about playing in this extraordinary band. And we're here with Andrew, who uh, works at the Kiss Coffee House yep, yep. and also plays Peter in bands. Yes, yes. And well, I might add. Yeah, awesome <laughs> oh, job, you're, by you're, the way. You're too kind, you're too kind. Well, we, we got I, to see you today. And I, try to, uh, I try to, uh, you know, make Peter proud. I try to go out there, I, I give him my all. I, uh, I uh, don't want to do it unless I'm going to do it well. So, uh, right. you know, I, I try my absolute best. And, uh, you right. guys like it, so... Uh, yeah, well, uh, absolutely. So, you can uh, see you were giving it all out there. Yeah, it sounded I, I, great. I, I give it my all and, and, all, and all that. Uh, right. the, the cool thing about this band, it's it's not a, 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 a quote-unquote real tribute band. Right. Because, you know, the world doesn't need another tribute band. So uh, when they asked me to put something together for this gig, I basically called up some friends of mine and said, hey, do you guys want to want to do this? And they said, you know, Mr. Speed was going to come in and do it. So I figured, oh, let's call a headline. Let's really, you know, give the fans a great show. And uh, there you have it. Yeah. So, you know, maybe we'll play again, maybe we won't. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to playing again with these guys because some of the finest musicians I've taken the stage with. And, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun, and that's uh, what some people lose sight of. It's all about having a good time. So, uh, Excellent. so I work here at the uh, at the coffee house, uh, and I'm the only diehard Kiss fan that works here at the coffee house, which is cool. Oh, really? Wow. So, I mean, some of the other people are Kiss fans, but they're not they're not diehard. They right. don't, uh, you know, they don't have Kiss tattoos or, or really... Uh, Travel 900 yeah, miles. Travel, travel to see the band and yeah. all that good stuff. So uh, when they hired me, they were like, you know, they really, really, you know, dug what I brought to the table. And I love working there. I mean, uh, it's very rare where you find, where you actually get along with the people you work with. Right. We do there. We're all friends. We all hang out outside of work. Yep. We all don't necessarily love Kiss like the way I do, but uh, we all love each other. And yep. we're, we all, uh, we're a big family over there. And uh, it's, it's great. You know, I, I work with a, a bunch of just good people. Scott Kesson from Columbia, South Carolina. Been a KISS fan since 1975, and I'm on podcast.
Now let's check in with longtime KISS fan Tom Hale, who had a hand in the march against the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a few years back. Okay, my name is Tom, Gary Thomas Hale. Everybody knows me as Tom. I've uh, been a KISS fan since uh, New Year's Day, 1975. My dad was in the Air Force. We were stationed in northern Japan. My dad had a squadron party, and I seen KISS hotter than hell, and I thought it was, you know, a kabuki band, you know, or something from Japan with all the kanji writing over it and everything. And I asked Tom Eichinger if I could play it. He said, sure, go ahead. I put it on, heard got to choose, and I was, that was it. I was hooked. That was Excellent. it. What's your most prized KISS possession? The music. I mean, I got, I got a lot of stuff, don't get me wrong, but the music yeah. before it all started. When's the last time you saw it? Oh, boy. Um, Rock the Nation. Altel Arena in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. The first time I ever saw him was in 1977 at the Budokan. My, my uncle took me to see him. Then I went back down the next year, saw him in 1978 at the Budokan. And, uh, I mean, every one of them special. Sure. I seen him over uh, in Frankfurt, Germany, outdoor concert with uh, Iron Maiden. With Eric, Eric Carr on the drums. I didn't even know Peter had left. It's awesome sharing it with your family because I've had the chance. We went to the farewell tour. I brought my wife, my two kids, and I said, you guys need to see a real band before it stops. And I'm so happy that it's still going on. It's going to go on forever, bro. You I know think that. it is. You know that. I think so, too. If they go on tour next year, um, I'll be there. There you go, man. Who am I with? I'm Kyle from Virginia Beach. And how long have you been a KISS fan? Um, about maybe a, a year. A year? Oh, new KISS Army fan. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I see you're right into the spirit of it. Mm -hmm. Now, have you ever seen KISS in concert? Um, no, but we do have plans to on their next tour. Excellent, excellent. Well, I've seen KISS in concert. You would definitely love it. It's a show to, to see. Now, if you do go see it in concert, would you get the VIP package or try and meet them and stuff like that? Um, we might consider it, right but the prices would tell if we would or not. Right on. And so, what brings you here? Um, the Kiss Coffee House second anniversary party. We've been to it in June when it was originally going to happen, but we came back when it was rescheduled for now. Right on, right on. And you're here to see Tommy. You're happy about that? Yeah. Tommy. Mm -hmm. And uh, you'll be obviously in line meeting him. Uh -huh. Any special stuff you have to say to him or you have stuff signed or anything like that? Or? Well, I'm going to have the Kissology 3 box set that we have signed. Right. So. Excellent. That's excellent. Yeah. So, that's good. And it's great to see new Kiss fans, the new Kiss Army is the future and uh, everyone has passion for Kiss. What's your favorite uh, song? Kiss song? Um, I think it's tied with Calling Dr. Love and Unholy. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Any favorite band member at all? Um, Gene, definitely. Gene, and why would that be? Um, I think because he has no drinking, doing drugs, and no smoking. So he sets a good example yeah. for people. Excellent, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Excellent to see. So he's a good role model for yeah. the new Kiss Army also. That's great to hear. Well, then, uh, it's a pleasure having you on the show. So if you do one last thing for us, just let you know who you are, how long you've been a fan, and you're listening to podcast. I'm Kyle from Virginia Beach. I've been a fan for a year, and you are listening to podcast.
Not only does KISS manufacture condoms, now they manufacture condiments too. There's a new KISS ketchup on the market and it made its debut at the Coffeehouse second anniversary party. We had a chance to interview the man behind this tasty new product. Uh, from what I've heard, it goes great with french fries and it's really good for imitations of Gene Simmons spitting blood. John Whiteside. And uh, what brings you, John, to the coffee house today? Well, I was an invited guest. I've been a KISS fan since 1973. Actually saw KISS's first tour. Uh, an unknown band at the time opened for KISS by the name of Rush. Oh, are you serious? Wow, yeah. one of my favorites is Rush. Yeah, mine yep. too. Wow, wow. And where, where was that that you seen that? That was at Illinois State University in the auditorium. Oh, so it was wow. a very, very small venue when yeah. I got to see it for the first time. Excellent, excellent memories, obviously. Oh, Treasure, unbelievable. Sure. Unbelievable. I can still remember what the guy said next to me that was sitting with me. Uh, Rush had come out and blown us away, of course, and then Kiss came out. Right. I looked over at him, and I can still remember what he said. He looked at me, and he went, wow, man. Yeah, yeah. Right on. That's so, excellent. excellent. It's, uh, I've been a fan since since first uh, first album. So first album. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so then, uh, what what brings you here as far as this goes? You want to talk about? You mentioned to me before about this kiss yes, ketchup. Yes, actually, I, I'm the uh, the person that developed the kiss ketchup for the uh, Kiss Coffee House. Uh, it's actually a company that uh, that I work with and one of the partners in. And uh, when we came out with this, it was actually one of our products that was, it was a great product and we really didn't know what we had. And uh, as soon as I tasted it, and I'd done, I'm doing some work with Kiss Coffee House anyway, I thought, oh my word, this, or my, oh my God, this would be a great product. Kiss Hotter Than Hell Habanero Ketchup, right. named after their second album. Right, right. And it's actually a great blend of, of ketchup and habaneros. It's it's on the what I call the mild spicy side. Right, right. For those people that think it's going to be a, a totally bad experience with habanero peppers, it's not. It's it's really mild, really gentle, right. and it's, you'll never eat regular ketchup again. Okay, well, actually, I've, I've tried some, and I love it. Yeah. I love uh, spicy, too, and, and that's, I think it's a great, great product. And this is just brand new. This just came out with them. Just, um, just being released today. Right, right. This is his debut, in fact. So they were serving it. fries today, and in fact, that's where we are now. They're serving fries uh, with the ketchup so that people can taste it. Right. And then selling bottles inside of the coffee house with the two. Right? Exactly. And I, I've actually been told uh, by Brian Galvin, the owner of Kiss Coffee House, and Skip, that uh, it's even better on burgers and steaks. Oh, absolutely. I could see it on steaks. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I eat my eggs with hot sauce. And I don't have to anymore because I can just put this ketchup on. We call them huevos rentis. Yes, excellent, excellent. So, and uh, so you're around all day, obviously. Yeah, I'm and um, you're looking forward to seeing Tommy? Tommy Thayer, you bet. We're just minutes away from our exclusive interview with Tommy Thayer. But before we do that, we're going to take a trip down to Abner's Laboratory. Oh, Abner Devereaux, sure. Well, this Abner Devereaux, where can I find him? His workshop's located underneath the Sky Tower. You mean underground? Yeah, way underground. I'll just activate the elevator mechanism. You step inside. Welcome to Abner's Laboratory. Long before he was the lead guitarist for the hottest band in the world, Tommy Thayer worked behind the scenes. In 1989, he and Gene Simmons co-wrote two songs for the Hot in the Shade album. Fans will likely notice some differences in terms of arrangement as we give a listen to the demo for the song. 
betrayed. Tommy Thayer of KISS. 
And uh, right. it's Jeff Gutto. Mike Meyacker. Uh, for Podkist. Hey. hey, guys. And uh, thank you for being here on the show. Thank you for having me on the show. Excellent, yeah. It's yeah. my pleasure. How was your trip coming in? Well, the trip itself was very smooth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although we had some, uh, you know, apprehension to begin with because of this hurricane. Uh, well, actually, it turned into be a, a tropical storm, Hannah. Okay. You know, kind of uh, rolled through here last night, so we had to change flights. And, but once we got onto the right track, it, uh, okay. it was a great trip. Right. Excellent. Yeah. There was a little trepidation to begin with because we didn't, you know, I was talking to Brian, the owner here. Right. We didn't even know for sure if we are going to be able to pull this off a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering, too, and I came 900 miles for this from Hamilton, Ontario, yeah. Canada, wow. to do this. So Old I drove. And he got, 20 he got hours. me beat by, a, what, 300 miles. I only came, I'm a wuss. I only got here in 700 miles. 700 miles. <laughs> well, I was talking to some other, like, my friend over here from Colorado. Yep. You know. Yep, wow. yeah. Good drive, though, but well worth it, Tommy. I saw you in Vegas last week. It was great. Oh, thanks. Uh, that intimate setting with the, the casino show. That was just for a Kiss fan. That's I mean that that's about as good as it gets. Sure. Um, what was it like to go out on tour this year? How how was the fan reaction? It was the best Kiss tour I've ever been on so far, and you know things seem to be get, just getting better and better. It seems like Kiss is even beginning to grow in popularity now in the last few years. Right. I've definitely right. noticed that, and uh, uh, according to the the statistics, this was our biggest Kiss's biggest tour of Europe ever. Yeah. And that's not just a hype. That's true because. Excellent. It was, uh, you know, there was over uh, half a million people at the shows, 30 shows, 19 countries. Right, right. Uh, and, uh, it was, you know, it was, it was a great tour. I mean, it really exceeded even what we thought it would do. Wow, wow. And uh, there were so many uh, young new fans. There were a lot of teenagers. And, and, yeah, uh, new kids. kiss, new kiss army. Yeah, they're right. all coming on, you know, so yeah. that just doubles the... Uh, you know, the amount of people. Yeah, reinforces in. your uh, employment. Yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> years hurt. to come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, but the thing is, though, you know, we're doing a good job, though. I mean, you know, like I said, the band is uh, bigger than, than ever now, and, and uh, we're, uh, you know, when we go out there and do the show, it's, you know, it's very, uh, you know, you know, we lay it down. Yep, yep. You know, like, pretty much like nobody has. I think yep. it's, you know, it's pretty powerful. Yep. And, you know, oh, yeah. I, Mike had a pleasure to see you uh, last Friday or on Friday yep. in the, Las the Vegas. Palms. And we didn't even have, you know, have all the bells and whistles. It didn't matter, though, because the, per the professionalism was there. Yeah. And I think out of the amount of shows that I've seen, it was probably the most relaxed you in particular well, seemed just, like on stage. Well, you do something for a few years, you know, you get more in the groove. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's what's happening with me. Yeah, excellent. Plus, you know, I get a little more, you know, as you know, I've got a little more leeway now in the band. You know, I've just been there longer. You know, everybody's getting more comfortable. You know, all of a sudden now I'm doing a solo and yeah. I'm, uh, you know, singing a song here and yeah. there, and even though I didn't do it on uh, this tour, but... Uh, right, right. Tommy's gonna sing something for you. Make Tommy feel welcome. What was the most memorable moment for Tommy on this tour? Hmm. There was a lot of great memorable moments, mm -hmm. but, you know, playing uh, packed stadiums like in Stockholm and some of these festivals that we were headlining, you know, it was just mind-boggling to be out there mm -hmm. when we were in Melbourne, you know, playing to a place with 60, 70,000 people where you can't even see the end of the, yeah. you know, the crowd goes so far you can't even see the end of it. You know, and then going out there and, and you know, singing, yep. Shock Me, or, yep. or whatever song I'd be singing. Yep. Know, uh, and then, of course, you know, obviously, a big standout for me is going out and doing a solo, being out there for five minutes on stage by myself, and, right. you know, uh, 
carrying on in the tradition of you know shooting things from guitars. Right. And uh, you know, that, I, people want to see that. You know, it's part of the Kiss show. Yeah. Well, right. That, that uh, went I'm, happy, I'm happy to oblige. Oh, yes. It went over really well from the, yeah. the standpoint that I saw out at the show out there. Um, sure. Um, how did that come about, doing the special effects with the guitar? Was that something that you'd wanted to do for a while, or? Um, I think that uh, if if I get the chance that you know really show more personality on stage and, and you know kind of expand what I do, you know, I have to start doing those kind of things. Uh -huh. You know, otherwise they say, oh, Tommy's kind of boring. You know, and, and uh, if, you know you need to have the shtick, and uh -huh. you know you need to be able to do more things, and so that's kind of part of it. But so I've always wanted to do that, and I think the guys in the band have also wanted to start going into that realm a little more with myself and right. with uh, right. you know, with Eric a little bit more just because you know that really you know rounds out the whole show right, and, right. Uh, but it's you know there's a right time for everything you can't do everything at once at the beginning you know when you first start I mean, you got to kind of you know cross you know the certain bridges to begin with and just get out there and I hear get you. started with it to begin yep. with you know and it's it's kind of a building process mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you brought up shock me um, you didn't play it everywhere over in Europe was there Time restraints. We didn't or? play it in Europe at all. Actually, we just did it uh, over in Australia, oh, okay. New Zealand. Uh, purely came down to uh, since we were doing the Kiss, really doing the Kiss Alive album in Europe. Primarily, the first few shows we did the whole thing, and then we had a couple back. The show was going to be like two fifteen, two hours and thirty minutes, which was getting too long. Mm -hmm. But it's just you know, there's just you can only do so much. So it's, it was really just a matter of what songs we're going to do, and then. Um, we didn't have time in the set to do it because we really don't want to play more than two, two hours and 15 minutes because it starts getting too, uh, you know, just too drunk. Uh, Drawn know, out. It just gets yeah. too long, you know. Yeah. What non-Kiss songs do you guys play during rehearsals and sound checks? Oh, you know, all kinds of stuff. I mean, you've seen some of the stuff on video. Uh, obviously, everybody in the band has all kinds of, you know, big influences. You know, Paul loves Led Zeppelin. Uh, you know, Gene loves all the classic 50s and 60s music. So, I mean, we'll do Zeppelin tunes or, you know, old Humble Pie tunes or, you know, Raspberries or, you know, we'll play a Montrose song or, uh, you know, whatever. whatever Ronnie Montrose. Kind of, Ronnie Montrose, whatever yeah. happens to just, you know. Let it of, flow. Kind of, let yeah. It just flows out and then everybody kind of joins in. And that's right kind on. of fun, you know. Yeah, it is like, fun. It's like fun anybody to watch, in the band. Yeah. Just like anybody in a band, you know, if you're in a garage band or you're, you know, just beginning, that's, you know, somebody starts playing a riff, of, you know, everybody likes to join in. You know, right. It's fun to jam. This is kind of a specific question. Sure. <laughs> um, back in 2002, they were talking about putting out a live four at that time with you and Eric. Right. Um, and it was, Gene had said that. I think it was got, actually before that. It was talked about, I think. Uh, even back in 2000, actually. He mentioned that you guys were going to record some non-live stuff as well. For that? Yeah. Um, who mentioned that? Gene. Gene did? Well, you know, Gene. <laughs> Gene talks a lot. So that didn't really come to... No, we've, you know, not, nothing uh, nothing really to, to report uh, at all. Uh, but, you know, it's still... An idea like that is not completely off the table either. I mean, we talked recently about the idea of doing that kind of stuff. Maybe recording some new stuff, so... You know, they say, you know, I don't think it's, you know, you've heard Paul and, and Gene in the interviews, and, and it's not the priority, Correct. that's for sure, because uh, there's so many reasons for them not to do it, that it's just, you know, you know, there's always good, there's always reasons to do it, too, but I, you know, I personally think it'd be a great thing to, to record some new songs, and it's just a matter of, you know, mm -hmm. when, when they want to do it, and, and, and it's not a priority, but 
I think it'll happen. It'll even happen. Though That's they, good. Even though they say it won't. So, right. I mean, I know I'm kind of contradicting what somebody else says, but. Well, I was wondering that because I, I of. It'll probably happen somewhere. I was wondering also just because of we, we have our copies of the re-recorded hit CD oh, from yeah. Japan that yeah. you guys did. Yeah. And uh, how was that to record? And where did you record that? Um, it was it was fun. You know, obviously it wasn't too difficult either because we play a lot of those songs already. And right. So it just went into the studio. We recorded uh, the tracks, the basic tracks down in Hollywood at uh, Henson Recorders, uh, which is the old A&M recording studio. And then we mix it out. Uh, in the valley, uh, in Studio City, but it well, was great. I mean, it was you know obviously fun, and, and I think that uh, kind of the fun part of it was trying to you know get some of the similar guitar sounds and those guys the way they approached the vocals. They wanted they wanted we wanted to try to match the old stuff in a certain way and, and yeah. just uh, make and it, it sound so fresh. Yeah, so it was interesting for them. You know, to re I think especially for those for Paul and Gene to re-record those songs yeah. because you know it kind of put them more in touch with uh, you know the original songs and when they recorded it kind of took them back in time. Yeah. I think. A Excellent. Bit. And, well, it's a great uh, CD. You know, so it's kind yeah. of fun to sit there and kind of go through that process yeah. with those. That's guys. what brought me in through in the, the rain last night was I had that, that CD right? playing and nice. you're playing your leads on there and stuff. It was great. Yeah. yeah, I think it's very tight. And yeah. going back to the show that I saw last week, you guys look really comfortable. And I think with the lineup you have, I mean, it, you guys could play anything. It's just, it sounds good. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, excellent. Know, I appreciate that. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Excellent. Excellent. So, we got a, just a couple more here. No that's problem. okay. What do you do on your downtime when you're on tour? We see you having a blast, but what do you guys do on downtime? Well, you know, part of, you know, the boring part of it is that you do need to rest. Yeah. Oh, okay. So because you basically... if you want to do, you know, be your best and you know, optimum, con yep. you know, condition and energy for a show, you have to, usually on those days off, you have to kind of just chill out a little right. bit. You can't right. just, you know, unless you're Eric Singer, actually. He, uh, he's hyper all the time. He's kind of hyper, so he never... <laughs> he drinks Red Bull, though, doesn't he? Probably. I mean, he, dr he drinks a lot of coffee, you know. It's like, we're kind of worried about him. I drink a lot, too. You know? And I don't know if that's, a, you know, so, you know, it's like, Eric, settle down. You know, he's, he's always just like, you know, so he's so wound up all the time. It's ridiculous. Ready to work. He's ready to do anything, anything. Yeah. and to talk to anybody, to, yeah. you know, uh, you know, do anything, go yeah. anywhere. Yeah, great guy. I've he's met him a, a few times. I've had the pleasure of meeting him a few he's times. one of my best friends. But anyway, so, you know, you got Eric. He's kind of the exception. But uh, normally, you know, we... You need to rest a bit, but uh, I'll go golfing. That's uh, kind of a hobby I have uh, mm -hmm. that the other guys don't do, and so I'll go golfing. And, and Doc McGee, our manager, and I will sneak off. We take our clubs with us on the road. Right. Just Who wins? Drop. You were. Oh, uh, you know, we're kind of in the same uh, <laughs> same realm, so we trade off on. Uh, you know, okay. he, he'll he'll beat me sometimes. I'll beat him sometimes. Well, we're it's great. We see you doing golfing for charities and stuff. Well, I'm and involved in a lot of yeah, you know, philanthropic. Type yeah. things, charity, and then fundraising, and then trying to you know just help people out right. too. That's Excellent. important to me, and uh, so I do a lot of that. But that's not so much when I'm on the road, though. But that that's right. kind of a sideline. So what is it about golfing that you like so much? I don't know. It's you know it's uh, it's just something that you kind of. I mean, there's a lot of people here that golf, I'm sure, and it's mm -hmm. just something. Just enjoy doing it. Yeah. You kind of get obsessed with it sometimes. Yeah, it is an art form, also. Yeah, right? it's, it's yeah. really challenging, as yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, you know, just concentration. It's like it's something to go do, and then also, you know, in business, a lot of people like to play golf. You know, people that are, you know, it's good. It's a good format or, or kind of a environment to get together with people and you know, hang out for a few hours and talk. And, right. You know, if you're working on uh, something to do with yep. uh, business-oriented things or anything, it's a good time to. 
you know, have some one-on-one time. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Yeah, it is a good time. Yeah, yeah. 18 holes yeah. takes a little while. Okay, well, it was great talking to you today. I'm Tarkis. Hey, just want to let everybody know, get ready for 2009, because uh, I think we're going to be on the road more next year than we were this year even. And uh, I know there's excellent. already uh, a lot of big interest around the world for KISS to come play concerts and, and tour. And, and uh, from what I understand, we're really going to take advantage of that. You can Excellent. come to my backyard anytime and play. We'll play the backyard yeah, party. Yeah, I got the pool. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Make a KISS smoker barbecue or something like that. Nice. Eh? Right? We're there. Have to Absolutely. catch up. Yeah, okay. sounds well, We're great. looking forward to it. It's yeah. great to see you guys uh, out on the road. Likewise, thanks you guys Excellent. for being here. That's our show. Thanks again for listening, and be sure to check out the other episodes on our website. If you have anything to say, any questions, comments, uh, suggestions for the show, make sure to drop us a line at podkist at gmail.com. A big thanks to our friends at mykisslife.net. Also, we would like to thank uh, Julian and all the folks over at kissfaq.com for all their information and input on the show. A huge shout-out to our buddy Ken for all that he does, the artwork, the interviews, and all the contributions. Ken, it wouldn't be a podcast without you. And be sure to check out Ken's site, which is called kissfansite.com. And for all your official news and updates, please make sure to check out kissonline.com. From there, you can also find links to uh, all these solo band member websites. Uh, most of them have pretty extensive websites, so make sure to check them out. Uh, if you have a podcast or if you have a website related to KISS, please send us a letter and let us know. We'll be happy to uh, post a link on our website. And as always, a big thanks goes out to Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Ace Fraley, Peter Chris, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Eric Singer, Tommy Fair, and the memory of the late, great Eric Carr, and the late, great Mark St. John. You are KISS. And we are your army. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night, folks.